From the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, welcome to Celebrating Powerhouse Women. Celebrating Powerhouse Women is proudly presented by NEMA and Sourced. And hello and welcome back to season three of Celebrating Powerhouse Women. It is a joy to be here in studio today with our esteemed partners who are going to make season three possible. I am your returning host, Amanda Pierch Marmalejo. It's going to take everybody a little while to uh, understand how to pronounce that, but we'll lead with the Amanda Pierch Marmalejo. And I am delighted to be in studio again with these three fabulous women in leadership so that they can share the stories that they have about their companies and how they make an impact here in our community. So it is my distinct pleasure to welcome back to the show, Colleen Japuntich. She is the president of NEMA Incorporated here in Duluth. And then also Gabrielle Mills and Chrissy Strawmeyer, and they are owners and co-founders of Sourced. So being that Colleen is a returning guest, do you mind if we lead with Sourced to share a little bit with our listeners about what these ladies do with um, their company? No, not at all. Welcome to the show, gal. <gasps> We're so happy to be here. Thank <laughs> you. So this is a unique pairing, if I may kind of just pull back the curtain a little bit. Go for it. So while we do have two different women sitting in the studio, they are relatives. So it is a unique dynamic as mother and daughter work together and run a business. So I'm very curious and we'll deep dive into the next episode about that relationship, that working relationship. But share with our listeners a little bit about what Sourced is, what you guys do, and how it kind of came about. Absolutely. So Sourced is a back office professional services company. So we like to say anything in the back office that business leaders, entrepreneurs, business owners need that uh, make them go ick. I don't want to do it. I don't like to do it. I don't got time to do it. Um, we do and we love it. We have an amazing team of people that do. Um, that could look a lot of different ways. So we have five lines of service that we offer our clients. Marketing, accounting, um, human resources, admin support, and talent acquisition. So we do people really well. We do processes really well. Um, so people um, or business owners hand over the parts of their businesses that they, that they don't like to do and that they don't want to do and turn it over to us and we make it happen so they don't have to worry about it. But it's all in the back office services arena. Very nice. You and can see why she heads the sales team. She heads the sales team. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about, um, so the age of your company is uh, what, five, seven years. Seven, seven years old. Mm -hmm. Okay, so prior to that, what did you ladies do? Not this. Not <laughs> I remember, Gabrielle, from a previous interview um, that you were in the corporate world beforehand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as many of us do kind of quickly um, fall out of that loop and are inspired to do something else. Share a little bit about that journey um, from uh, the departure of corporate and the conception of Source. Yeah, so uh, Chrissy and I, so Chrissy's my mom, but we're very uh, much business oriented. So when the sun is up and it's business working hours, she is Chrissy. So you'll hear me refer to her as Chrissy. Um, she knew that in college I had kind of wanted to go down the entrepreneurial route. Um, and start a business, but I didn't really know what to do. So I came to her and I told her that I want, I was flirting with that idea. And she is a, uh, can tell you that she's a student of business, has always run businesses, loved businesses. She lights up when there's different <laughs> business models. Um, and she clearly had more experience than I, you know, being a 20 year old still in college. So we decided to embark on that journey together um, but we had absolutely no idea what we wanted to do whatsoever. 
Um, so we started looking for franchises, as most people do. Um, after a period of a few years, decided that that wasn't for us before going out on our own. But I was working in corporate kind of all throughout that time. I didn't know when we were going to do this. Um, so I had a obviously a corporate background. Um, I did marketing and branding, and I absolutely loved it. Um, but I always knew that there was something else for me. And I luckily had a, a strong support system in her to where I could take that jump. And I don't know if I was just crazy or had a big faith or or what but i just up and quit full time moved into christy's basement we built this business yeah. um and that's what we did i know that's not feasible for everybody but it really worked out for me to jump on the the youth that i had and just say you know what i'm just going to give this a shot i'm going to give it everything that i have um like i said moved out of my apartment into her basement and luckily it worked and we made it work and my background is, I mean, since I heard of business in college, I, Gabrielle says I light up my, my eyes light up and um, I love all business. So I've worked in big businesses, Delta Airlines, Federated Department Stores and smaller businesses too. And I've always helped people in their journey to create their businesses. And um, one such journey I had into um, call center sales, which I had never done sales before and was very successful at it. And, uh, and I knew Gabrielle was a consummate salesperson. So when we started the business, I'm like... Even though I did not know that at the time. I did. <laughs> um, she did. I did not. But we just said, uh, it's something I've always wanted to do. I've helped other people build their businesses, but I've never done it on my own. And you never know if you can do it until you try. And then you see that, wow, it, it really does work. So, um, And I have to say that while Chrissy did a lot of business, and I saw a lot in my corporate experience and it was some of it was transferable because I did you know marketing and branding and we do a lot of that now we truly had no experience with anything that we're doing right now like we had to figure out pretty much everything from the ground up a lot of bumps a lot of bruises I say we went to the school of hard knocks and got at least three degrees um, <laughs> and so that's we applied a lot of what we knew from the business world to what we do now and how we operate our company and how we've grown it over time. But we truly had to start from scratch, as most people do. Because we looked at franchises first. Um, a lot of them spoke with a lot of franchise people and nothing was for us and we knew we wanted to help businesses so we set out we had parameters that we wanted to um, look towards and we start calling business owners and saying what do you need and so we created the business off of the need that was out there in the marketplace today nice. and so then we learned well, I remember the first time an accountant looked at Gabrielle and goes wait you do accounting but you're not an accountant like no we know people and uh -huh. we know people very well and and um, and that's certainly proven out on the model we have some of the best people working for us that anybody could ever imagine and we love them they're great and um, and I think they love us too so it's it's been a fun journey to learn um, we've had a bumps and bruises along the way but um, but overall it's just it's a thrill it's a thrill it is a thrill well, congratulations to you on your established success Thank and you. the success I know that you're going to continue to have in the future. What a smart idea to kind of get a temperature of the marketplace and understand where there is an actual need versus putting another Starbucks across the street from another Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Understanding what the world is seeking and then finding a solution to that. Now, before um, the show, we were chatting and I laughed because there's a period after sourced. It's just sourced. 
Period. Explain to me and share with our listeners the story behind the branding and the marketing mm-hmm. um, for deciding on Sourced as a name and furthermore, the period at the end. Um, so Sourced with the period is um, it's because we're all you need. We're the only place you need to come to for back office support. So whether you, you, so a lot of people come to us for accounting or for hiring needs, but then they learn over time. They're like, oh, you do HR? You do marketing? You can do fractional administrative support? And we become their entire engine of their business back of house. Nice. Um, they don't have to go anywhere else. They can. We certainly respect that decision. We don't strong arm anybody into using us. If we, if they want to use us for just their accounting firm and that's it, cool. Great by us. But it's it's the end. That's it. That's all you need. So that's where the period comes from. Period. I can't tell you how often we hear where have you been? Uh-huh. Like, because it's an underserved market, the one, a lot of companies, they're going after the big boys, the big companies. And, and we said, no, we're going to make a definite decision to help the smaller, medium-sized companies. Now we have, I mean, multi, multi-million dollar companies that we do service, but but it's an underserved market still. It's like, where have you been? And, mm-hmm. and by the way, can you do this? And we're like, yeah, we can help you with that too. And they're like all under one roof. That's the benefit of it. They only nice. have to wheel, deal with one account manager for all of their needs and we can do it all under one roof I love that well we're going to deep dive into more about your business and the relationship here um, on the next episode I would like to bring Colleen to the conversation Colleen again she is the president of NEMA and you guys actually have quite a bit in common and I'll let you guys kind of discover that as your personal develop your personal relationship develops but Colleen um, we had the pleasure of interviewing you last season on the show so for those of you who don't know Colleen's full story I encourage you not only to subscribe to Celebrating Powerhouse Women in order to go back and listen to that episode, um, but do give it a listen so you can hear in depth about her journey. But for those who don't know you, Colleen, kind of just give us a little synopsis about um, your rise to success within NEMA and the tenure that you have with the company. Sure. Um, Again, thank you. And it's really nice to meet you, ladies. Um, Very interested in seeing how maybe we can partner outside of this. But as far as my rise with NEMA, I started in 2006 and I was hired to be the administrative assistant to the owner and uh, at that time executive vice president. And throughout the years, I just took on more tasks. I wanted to learn everything I could about the business. So I learned more in accounting. I learned more in IT operations. And within a few years, I was promoted to the executive administrative assistant. A couple more years and more tasks and more responsibilities became the vice president of operations. And then in 2019, when the prior president retired, they appointed me. So I've been doing this for a couple of years now. Uh, I'm still getting my feet wet, learn every single day, um, lots of challenges, but it's it's been a lot of fun. I remember you saying in a previous episode that you're a lifelong learner. Absolutely. So kind of taking on that, that challenge is something that you did willingly and mm-hmm. um, with fortitude. For those that don't know anything about NEMA, give a brief synopsis about what you guys do. Sure. So we are an asset-based logistics company. What that means is we actually have our own tractors and trailers. We're not a third party that's brokering things out. So we actually haul the product. Um, Mainly our industry that we serve is um, the paper industry and we haul a product that's called paper machine clothing. And what that is, it's a product that actually goes on the paper machine to make paper. They cannot make paper products without this product. So we're kind of in a nice spot. Um, but it can also be a stressful spot because you don't want a paper machine going down because you didn't get something there in time. Um, so we do that. We've been doing that since 1988. Um, we do it um, domestically. We go into Canada. We have um, 
product that comes out of Mexico goes to Mexico. We do containers from Europe to Europe, um, Asia, you name it. We're kind of in the middle of it with this product. Um, we have warehouse space, which we're actually expanding this year. We're going to get another um, 55,000 square feet of space to help out with that. Um, and then we're also expanding our foreign trade zone to help with customers. So that's something that we're really expanding on this year, especially. You guys have been doing a lot of um, configuration for the growth of yes. your your company. I noticed that you guys underwent, um, I don't know if rebrand is the correct yeah, term, it is. but essentially, and you're mm -hmm. still working through that. I have yes. your beautiful new logo. Um, I've noticed a lot of emphasis on other parts. Talk a little bit about the change that you have implemented over the years in order to kind of keep up the pace and, and revolutionize and stay with the times. Because as you mentioned, you kind of inherited the company and uh, at a different time in the world and mm -hmm. in order to stay relevant some of the things you're doing are pretty cutting edge mm -hmm. so what what kind of led you to that direction yeah so really what we're focusing on is our technology and and what to do with that everything in the world of trucking and transportation right now really relies heavily on your technology and can you keep your customers updated you know not quite amazon where we know minute by minute point by point but that they can see where their product is and and know because again if a paper machine goes down they need to get that quickly so having a, a pulse you know their finger on the pulse of where that is is really important so we've put a lot into our infrastructure technology wise um, the other thing was really investing even more in our people. We've always been really big in investing in our in our team and our people and, and taking care of them. But that's something that I've really wanted to take that to the next level and get that even more firm. Um, I'm a firm believer and I've heard several leadership experts talk about how you know, take care of your people, they take care of your customers. So that's been a real big focus for us. Um, just shoring up a lot of our um, different certifications we have with Customs and Border Patrol, being able to do more services that we can do without having to use third party vendors, bringing more stuff in house, just getting our people, you know, growing our people, doing more training, doing just more so we can all learn and take it to the next level. I love that. Well, I do want to just talk a little bit about, because we're going to dive into um, Chrissy and Gabrielle here, and we've had a chance to get to know you in depth, a little bit about why we're all sitting here at this table. So the show here is Celebrating Powerhouse Women, and I am seated across from three powerhouse women, absolutely to the definition. I'd like to know what it means to you to be a powerhouse, not only within the community, your business, but your family, whatever that means to you, please share with me your definition of a powerhouse woman. Gabrielle. Uh, well, you asked that question and I got chills because I I don't cons necessarily consider myself as a powerhouse woman. I think um, a lot of women might identify with that, but having somebody else believe that in you is a really powerful statement. Um, and it makes me very flattered and very honored that you think that. So Aww. thank you. Yes. Um, if I were to it, embrace that and say, okay, I am one um, and not let imposter syndrome get the best of me like most women do, right? I would say that it's it's about doing your best every single day and not giving up um, and saying that you've got a goal, you've got something that you want for your life and fearlessly going after it without letting other things cloud your vision, get in the way, take you down. You can't do great things in your life if you let little things become big obstacles. Um, and I think that that's the through line of a lot of powerhouse people is they just, they just keep swinging. Mm -hmm. I love that. that. That's a really good answer. See, I see you as a powerhouse woman, but I don't see myself that way. And I, I see you, you that way. Gonna, I thought you were gonna <laughs> say your mom. Like literally when I asked that, I thought you were gonna say Chrissy. Uh, she is, yes. <laughs> 
I was happy she answered first because I was going to, and I was surprised that you said that because I was like, I see you as a powerhouse. She's fierce. I mean, she is really fierce. I tell people that. I'm just, you know, it's funny because I told you that I had done sales before and was very successful and I had her doing sales and that wasn't something she wanted to do. But it's so funny because I tell people this all the time. How do you say this? the um the student has become the teacher Mm -hmm. in in sales she she has surpassed me that if she walked in my shoes and my journey with these companies that i've worked at she would have went miles even further than i did and that's why i was so excited to be in business with her because i was like they don't deserve you like when she was at ihg and Mm -hmm. i was like they don't deserve you are good you and i could not get more excited to you know i couldn't be more excited to get started on this journey with her and that's been that's been the fun part but for now um, I'm gonna cry uh, between, <laughs> between, between you and Amanda but I I would agree with what you say I I totally think that she is a powerhouse woman whether she thinks so or not I um the thing I like best is um I, I tend to inspire people people tell me that all the time it's just I I love people I love teaching people, you know, I'm a student of business. I said that since college. I'm Mm -hmm. a student of business. I'm a student of the Lord. And so those things you just put out there and try to teach and try to better the world. And so the more you try to better the world, the more it comes back at you. And I'm just, I'm flattered to be able to inspire people. It's um, it's a thrill. Uh It's a thrill for me. Very nice. And Colleen? Yeah. Um, again, it's an honor for people to think of you as a powerhouse woman. Um, the imposter syndrome, totally a real so thing. Real. Mm-hmm. So real. So um, real. Yeah. A lot of days, it's just something you have to sit there and go, wow, people see that in me. And, and now I have to work even harder to make sure that I earn that title that they've put on my head that I still don't feel like I deserve. Um, but for me, the big thing is just trying to inspire other people by using that term if you want to, but just trying to do your best and inspire other people to do their best, I think is, is to me, that's my responsibility as a powerhouse woman is to tell other people that you can do this, yes, but it's not easy and you got to put the effort forth and you got to be willing to go all in, but it's possible. Yes. Compl- couldn't agree more. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Great answer. Thank you. I can't thank you guys enough for partnering with us on this series and allowing us to continue to share the stories of women leaders like yourself to help inspire and influence women like myself who are, um, you know, solopreneurs and trying to navigate the waters that you guys have so smoothly already sailed. That's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. We just can't let any water on the ship, okay? As long as we don't let it go down. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) So to that uh, same accord, as we are rounding the end of this kickoff segment, I would like for you to ask, I would like to ask you to leave our listeners with a piece of advice or some words of wisdom that you would um, recommend if they're in a similar position, maybe seven years ago, Gabrielle, which you would have told yourself or anything um, to that thing. Yeah, I, I'd say there's two, there's two things. Um, one, you have to start with your vision and you have to start with what do you want for your life and what do you what do you see for yourself, whether that's clear or not, even if it's a foggy picture, but start there and let that inform what you do today. Because um, if you go the opposite direction and you let today inform where you go tomorrow, you're not going to ever achieve that. Um, so start with the end in mind, as Stephen Covey would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're gonna fail. You're, you're gonna be scared. It's not going to be perfect. When I first started this journey, I thought 
business owners and business leaders and entrepreneurs and corporate people, they had it all figured out and they had it all together and they don't. Nobody knows what they're doing. Um, and if they do, it's because that they've made a ton of mistakes and they they stumbled a lot and they learned a lot and they just weren't afraid to keep going. And so when you have an idea of where you want to go and you start trying to go in that direction, just know it's not going to be a perfect journey and it's okay to fail and it's probably better that you fail um, and that everyone's just doing it alongside there with you, even if you think they are or they're not they they definitely are <laughs> and jumping off of that um how you were raised is I always told my daughters that uh I know what I know because I have a trail of mistakes behind me so that is like that's why I know so even when we started this business it's like okay well that was a mistake the good news is about mistakes is that you actually learn something you never learn anything from good the good times you learn from the bad times you learn what not to do mm -hmm. and and then you just try not to repeat that again and again you just make it the first time but probably for me um the answer to your question is dream on i mean i am a huge dreamer um always have been always will be and it it it, it springboards off of what gabrielle was saying is dream big that's that's the advice i'd give young women today is dream big um, and so if you miss it a little bit you're still so much further than you would be if you never tried so um, my license tag is actually dream on so I, I finally oh, got it after it. years <laughs> and so it's um that that that's what I would say thank you Chrissy very cool I don't know what I can add to that you guys pretty much summed it up perfectly um, again like they said dream big don't be afraid of failures you know I've heard the statement I don't remember who said it failure is not fatal keep uh, that in mind that. and remember mistakes happen my thing I teach my team is mistakes are gonna happen don't be afraid of making mistakes just don't repeat them and you know keep making the same mistake because you're afraid to learn from it mm -hmm. so my big thing is you know a lifelong learner keep learning don't give up and persevere I love that word, perseverance. I love that word, my too. my favorite word. Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining us on this kickoff segment. And I, I truly appreciate the time that we get to spend together. And I look forward to uh, the next episode where we get to deep dive into Source and the gals behind. Um, I do just want to remind everybody that the show is available 24-7 on businessradiox.com. And we are live on Fridays at 1130. But why even go to the website and listen, guys? It's like 2023 now. Let's just go ahead and subscribe to Celebrating Powerhouse Women so that yes. you can enjoy past and future episodes at all times. Where do you listen to your podcasts, Colleen? Um, Spotify. And yourself, Chrissy? Oh, in the car, all all different. Yeah. iTunes? Spotify, Spotify, iTunes, yeah. yeah even Gabrielle? Spotify repping you over here, Spotify. too. <laughs> now, I'm not going to lie. I have five different platforms that I listen to things on, but I subscribe to us on all five of the platforms. <laughs> so nice. really, as you should. As we should. Um, ladies, again, thank you for joining us. For those of you who found value in this series, we would appreciate a five-star review. I have been your host, Amanda Marmalejo, and this is Celebrating Powerhouse Women, the series that salutes and recognizes women leaders making an impact. <laughs>